Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let the games begin. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Forgot what I was saying for a second. She's like, what are we doing? What am I doing right now? Um. <laughs> All right, start it over. Guys, welcome back. <laughs> I was just saying, I have zero energy right now. I could kind of tell. Who oh. sucked the energy out of you? Um, the mentor. The, <laughs> the AAA guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, and I, Brooke and I were on our way to the 9 a.m. class, and we ran out of gas. Yep. So we sat on the side of the road for about an hour waiting for AAA. The gas gauge is a little bit wonky. I just feel like the day started out kind of funky. It so did. now I'm feeling funky. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think so, will make you feel better? What? Like a shower. <laughs> Is that a suggestion? No. Because you're looking at me and going, mm. No, it's because I know that that's. I do need a shower. Like I showered this morning, but I didn't wash my hair. Yeah. And I told you, I was like, man, I just need a reset. Yeah. I need to like shower. It's commitment. Yeah. Shower. I wish it was that dry easy. Dry your you hair. Just, like, hit a button and everything's Ding. done. Pink. Yeah. Or like in the Jetsons where you probably could just like 
go into a room and you just like stand there and it like all the arms come out yeah, and everything just, does it all for you yeah blow dries your hair does your hair and you're just like you're done oh sorry my cord keeps going out we have a guest on I today and, and so gina uh we're using that shitty cord that i'm gonna i'm gonna order a new one all i figured you guys are gonna be talking more so i'll take the shitty cord no not necessarily no oh, okay okay we have you a guest guys, today yeah we've, we've had, had him before. on before <laughs> go ahead we've got daniel Jahangard. i can't remember which button is pause applause applause <laughs> applause oh yeah yay oh and you know because you recorded those buttons hey yay. guys he was thank playing you. With sit, down, sit down sit down yeah. <laughs> oh yeah relax no 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 um we thought it would be fun to have daniel on to talk about like being a gym owner and being in california kind of just how things have progressed degressed progressed degressed with having a business being able to stay open, be open um, during... I think it's digressed. Digressed? I don't know. Don't o- people say that? O- oppress. They say, I digress. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever anyway, it is. Whatever it is. I don't... I mean, words are hard. Um, people that are listening already know we're not smart. <laughs> yeah. They're not here for, they're not <laughs> no, here for our knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> they're here to like to listen to us or watch us just almost like implode. Yeah. <laughs> Blow up. <laughs> but Rainfall. yeah... Um, we, I mean, I know a lot about it, but I think people might be interested in just hearing from personal story, especially just in California for people that aren't here to know what it's really been like. Being and maybe, a, and being maybe a business what owner it, in this what it was shit like, storm. Yeah, what it was like in the very beginning too, when you had to like be very creative yeah. of how can I keep something going, keep things going so you don't lose all your clients. And then when you finally can be open again, you have to like start over. Right. Or maybe not have a gym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How do you pay those bills? I mean, we can start from the beginning. When you the, might as well. Yeah. So back in last year, March, or this year, March, uh, they closed us down. And so what we did was we went just all online, which I think a lot of other kind of CrossFit style gyms went with. And we just had a schedule. So consistency with Zoom classes. We rented out all our equipment out to all our full-time members. So they kept their membership and they got dumbbells and kettlebells. Kind of like a... Not the best trade, you know, they're paying, you know, a high inclusive like membership of like $180 a month to receive a dumbbell or kettlebell. But, I don't uh, know. With all those prices going up, that's probably <laughs> that's about true. how much it costs yeah, to now, get a dumbbell. True. They should they should have returned it. Yeah. People can't even get equipment. Yeah. You can't even get it anymore. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, when that happened, uh, we went to Zoom. Then we started doing just uh, programming with dumbbells and with kettlebells specifically just for our members instead of just blasting like workouts online, mm-hmm. just to show more value. And then we learned how to do videography. You know, that was one of the things we learned how to do is how to make quality content videos, again, to show more value and kind of separate ourselves from everyone else because everyone's on their phone, everyone's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you this, we're so fortunate that the community that we have, and I think that with a lot of these kind of fitness facilities, the community is what kept us going. They paid their membership, they paid their six months, they paid their three months. And because with the reason being is they love what the product is and they want it back when things can open back up. Yeah, they don't want it to disappear. Right. Exactly. So that support was pretty invaluable. Uh, I had a really good uh, team behind me. You know, um, you guys helped me a lot with making videos. You guys helped me a lot with, you know, uh, with things about separating the gym and getting it ready to reopen up. You know, Mark has helped with, you know, learning videography and building that content up. And uh, it kind of evolved from there. And so when we got the green light to open back up, 
we were not only prepared, but we wanted to get people fired up for it. You know, mm-hmm. people were, it was in the beginning where people were so unknown and kind of scared with it. So we made super colorful squares that were like 10 feet apart, you know, eight by eight squares where everyone had their own, you know, disinfectant, a whole weight stack of, uh, you know, uh, weights. And right, where they could have all their equipment in, in that one, one spot so people aren't going back and forth and sharing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we did, uh, you know, people would sign in. They had to sign in before classes with classes capped. So these are the things that we kind of like changed from before, back in the olden days. Uh, it was just anybody shows up and they shows up and it can be a class of eight people or a class of 30 people that would happen at 4 30. Mm-hmm. So before COVID was trendy, it, that was what was happening. People would just show up and just have like a big throwdown and the coach would have to make modifications on the fly and be like, Hey, today's workout now has become a partner workout because we don't have equipment for 30 people. So when we reopened back up, people learned how to sign up, people learned how to register, people learned uh, to get temperature checked outside, stay six feet away. And in the beginning, everyone was pretty stoked what we had with, depending on the rig and our facility size, we were able to have 10 people in the beginning uh, per class. Now, when we opened back up, we lost about a third of our members, let it be with, you know, you know natural attrition or life changes and things like that. But we kept a, a good amount of them coming in. And so... Well, and you guys, I thought, you know, very cool still, like there's, when it started to open back up, you had a lot of people that they still didn't feel comfortable going, right? So yes. you were still doing like your Zoom we never and, st- we yeah, had- and supplying, you know, cre- making sure you did have something, like it wasn't the facility and, and all the equipment, but you were still programming and giving what you could to the people that didn't quite feel comfortable to come to the gym, no matter how... Um, I guess, set up it was for what we were dealing with. Yeah, that's true. So we, we did that. So we, we kept the majority of our Zoom classes still going on while we opened back up, kind of to get people that still weren't feeling totally comfortable or that just had no, they did not want to come to the gym at all. And just, again, giving that value with them. Uh, and we, so we made a whole different program just for the Zoom classes on top of additionally for the regular classes. And that worked out pretty well for a while. Everyone was stoked about it. Uh, we have an outdoor area as well, which we would do some of the classes outside just again to add that level of like comfortability, right? So, and with outside, we were able to put 14 people per class. So it kind of was, you know, it was, it was better to be outside in general, but we still needed the rack to squat. We still needed the ra- the rig to do pull-ups and things like that. And that's what we did for the first, I would say like three or four months. And it worked out pretty well. You know, you guys took classes both, uh, both at that time and now. What'd you guys think? <laughs> well, I would tell you if my microphone was working. <laughs> How about you, Go ahead, Brooke? <laughs> you can use my mic too. Um, I definitely, I was stoked when you started doing more classes outside because it just offered up more space, um, like available, like people being able to be there for a class. Um, I honestly, I was stoked on anything, like no matter um, what was available for programming what was available for equipment, the fact that the gym was finally going to allow people to be there again. I just needed to get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that we was, both did. Yeah. I mean, um, it was just nice to have more people there too. Yeah. yeah. And the way you have it set up too, um, really just like the protocol. I think it's, it's not the only thing that's different is less people are allowed per class. Pretty much, yeah. Less people and everyone has their, everyone's not, no one's sharing equipment. Yeah. And right. and obviously we're not doing um, a lot of stuff. We're not, we're not using like a pull-up bar or squat rack, but I think that that's actually really 
good for a lot of people to experience and people getting stronger in a different way, like having them pull from the floor. Right. You know, because usually if you're doing front squats or, um, you know, just things where you'd want to take it out of the rack, people don't ever really want to take it from the floor. Right. Because I remember when we were at the old facility, when classes would be so big and we only had so many available racks, people could take, you know, just do the movement from the floor, like a little extra work, or you could share right. with somebody and no, not very many people want the extra work. work. <laughs> I don't. Gina never took it from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would try to talk, but I can't. Oh, well, now I, I'm not talking now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, doing that, we, we adapted pretty well. And again, you know, with our business model, it's all about adapting. And so the members were just stoked, I think, just like with you. They were just stoked to have something that was outside of their house. And it became a pro and a con, right? We were able to offer this safe, socially distant, you know, quality fitness program that people were so stoked to be a part of that wouldn't want to leave. And that became like a, and it still is an issue, right? People won't leave. We need parking spots, you know, because that's what's limited. We took our parking spots that we had in our facility and made it an outdoor gym. Mm -hmm. So when people are just hanging around, you have a line of cars down the street that are just waiting to get in, which is frustrating for them. And then I'm feeling annoying that, hey guys, I know this is your only social time, but you guys got to really please leave right They're now. They're not supposed to be socializing right now. Well, six feet socializing. <laughs> right. Six no, feet I know. I know. But yeah, you know I just want to make sure that people understand. Yeah, yeah. Six feet socializing. Yes. <laughs> then everybody only takes way. their masks off and gets real close. Close yeah. and socializes. But no. And so that's the thing, right? You're offering not only like a place for people to move and get fit and get strong, but you're also asking this, uh, adding the social component that people have been missing for so long. You right. know, everyone's been watched everything on Netflix and Hulu and all that. And so now this is their time where they get to see, you know, Brooke or Gina and want to talk and like what's new and hang out. And I get it, but I also have to run a business. Yeah. And that's they, where it gets kind of. You got to tell them to get the fuck out. Yeah. Please leave. Yes. <laughs> 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 well, you sh you shorten classes to, yes. to try to do that. Oh, and that's another thing. But right. then people still want to chat. And right. I've been in line before texting you going, um, I'm here, but there, yeah, there's a line of cars. And yeah. then all of a sudden you pop out. And, and then, yeah. yeah. And so I guess that's another thing that's we've had to learn with. So we, we've shortened classes to 45 minutes. But the only thing that we've really changed is the warm-up portion. You know, we our warm-ups now are really specific and get the get the athlete ready for whatever the task is at hand get the equipment needed for the workout to get everything super streamlined so our warm-ups are you know six to five minutes long and then it's like hey there's an empty bar now get started and then we try to end 15 minutes so people have that time to like leave class clean up the equipment put it back and then get ready for the next class right because it takes a long time to clean that crap up depends on how strong you are yes oh my gosh yeah. how strong yeah. you are Gina, <laughs> using all the weights <laughs> She's like, let me get those 45s, the metal ones. I need those. I need those ones on my bar. <laughs> well, and it's it's ruining all your equipment. Yeah. yeah. That's so what's crazy. I feel like so many gyms are going to have so much ruined equipment after this because you're putting water and, you know, chemicals on every single piece of metal. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's another constant thing. Some people The weights feel, are stuck together. Yes. <laughs> Some people feel like they need to like, you know, deep- Deep clean Deep it. Deep clean it. Yeah. yeah. Use the whole spray bottle. <laughs> right. When really it's, you know, just a light coat. Right. Strong enough. It's concentrated, but they feel like they need to, you know, shower the bars and shower right. the weights and the rowers and all that. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's know. really taking a toll. It is. On it. But, um, so that's the big changes that we've done, you know, and it, and it worked pretty well for the first part of this COVID year. And then we went to the purple tier. Yeah. The old purple tier. Yeah. Which is... 
only outdoor facilities. Only outdoor All during the, the winter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so how do you how do you make it work? You got to fire people up. You got to make it super sick. So what do we do? Got lights. We got lights. <laughs> it looks like you're in a Tron it looks like movie. like a dance party out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we make these, so right, again, quality content, showing these people, you know, how awesome they are, you know, keeping it fun, keeping it lighthearted with the video content that we're making, making sure that members are highlighted and make it fun. People now want to come to the coldest class there is just to see these pictures where they look like they're in like a Matrix movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're in John Wick 4. Right. So they love it. You just and had to get a John Wick I in there. I had to do a John Daniel's Wick. Daniel's a huge Keanu, if John you're listening to this, come to the gym. <laughs> you won't have to pay a membership. <laughs> and you can wear a mask if you want or if you don't want. I'll do anything. It's up to you. Yeah. So it's actually one of my uh, fantasies for to meet Keanu Reeves. And we hit off this amazing friendship. And he comes to the gym and we do these icebreakers. And everyone goes around, says their name and their favorite Keanu movie. And then it goes to him last. <laughs> you know, it's like Keanu and you know, John Wick 3. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Oh, my gosh. So long story short, Purple Tear outside, super cold. But again, making it fun, you know, people, people just dress warm. Again, they adapt and they'll take anything. You know, the, the community has been so supportive and they just want to yeah. be there and work out. It doesn't matter if they can't feel their fingers or anything like that. They're, they're down to just get fit. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. With the, um, is there, because I'm not sure, with the newest change. Well, it started today. It starts today. Is that affect you at all or is it already kind of? Not really, because you only have so much available space. Like you really, because with shopping and things like that have been open, so now they've basically taken it down to, um, you know, there was indoor dining, obviously, with things spread out, so no one was using their full restaurant. They, you know, the, the full right. They're not at uh, full capacity. Yeah. Right. Um, and now they're, you know, they're taking it down to like now, like in shops or, you know, it's only well, it, it was like fifty percent. Now you can only have like twenty percent of people that can go in there. So a lot of places were getting to where, and I've heard of having to almost schedule an appointment to go in a store. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, Lulu, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, is that going to affect the gym at all or maybe not really because there's only, you know, 14 spots outside? It, it's not because we're limited by our spots outside. And our facility is so big that if you're looking at the square footage, that, per, that percentage, we still make 14 with the coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, so that works out really great uh, with the outside facility. And right now with our shelter in place that happened now, it's really cool to see that outdoor fitness is looked at as essential. Right, because it wasn't the first. It time. wasn't the first nope, time. Right. So and so that's it's cool, right? We're mm-hmm. we're seeing some kind of progress with that. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, gyms are really important, especially now. You guys can do it if you guys just do it right, you know. And I, with that whole doing it right part, we we've had some um, some speed bumps where some people feel like we're not doing enough, and some people feel like we're doing too much, you right. know. And then navigating that has been like a whole new conversation. You know, with right. the, being as like a business owner, people feeling like they shouldn't have to wear a mask. Yeah, and you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's one of the, like well, and and it's and I'll tell you this: have to. It's a, it's an option. You can right. wear a mask when you want to work out, but we, we we ask people to wear masks as a consideration outside, staying six feet away. And for some people, you know, I've had um, you know some members where that was a little too much, and they they left the gym. Right. So that's a whole nother kind of thing that we're trying to figure out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hard. Uh, my sister runs an essential business, hardware stores, and she has people do the same thing where they feel like it's, it's their right to not wear a mask. And it's, you know, she just looks at them like I have to wear this eight hours a day, you know, <laughs> like I'm wearing this all day long. So, yeah, so I'm you sorry if you have to wear a mask for a little while when you walk in and out and then go take it off in the car and do all this. But we have to remember that there are people, you know, we can't be, upset with the business owners and the people who are implementing what we're being told that, you know, they're being told that they have to do to stay open, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and blame them for it. Yeah. People. I was at a restaurant in St. George and I was with my brother, my nephew, and we went in we had our masks on and we were going to get sit to our table and it was taking a little, I guess like the hostess was taking her a minute to seat us and we had a reservation, but there was, someone talking to her like this woman talking to her before I got up to the stand and she didn't have a mask on and she was like explaining something to her or whatever so she walked us to our table and she just apologized to me um it was basically a customer that was really upset that she had to wear a mask to literally go from the door of the restaurant to her table table. right and she told me you know she's in and I feel like it's probably the case in some places um where some of the customers are so unbelievably rude, yep, verbally abusive, mm-hmm. because they feel like they uh, shouldn't have to wear one. Um, which obviously, it's like it, whatever you feel about it, okay. But like you are in someone else's business, they have not made those rules, right? It's it's rules that have been put on. Uh, the the city state whatever and it's saying we need to do this and this is what you need to do for you to s- continue to business open. like stay open right. and or you can be shut down yeah and it's right. like for you know i i on one hand it's like i can understand i can empathize with someone who feels you know whatever has caused them to have those strong of feelings to feel like i need to fight for my rights um like I don't understand. I don't know where they. You know, well, you're where just fighting the wrong learned. person. Yeah, it's like, but I don't know. Like, I'm not going to make an assumption of like where they came from or wh- how they th- how they think or feel sure. or why they feel that way. But at the same time, it's it blows my mind that not more people can't just be like logical with the the fact that it's like we're all just trying to do what's asked of us from the very very higher ups just so we can maintain 
the business being open like right. and maintain like local businesses even be able to like stay open when it's all over or like gyms to like what can we do to have revenue so you can pay rent and stay open and have a job or by the end of this no one's going to have anything right right yeah and i think that's that's the takeaway right we're just trying to stay afloat until this goes over you know however long it takes we're just trying to pay the bills pay the coaches and just make it another month mm -hmm. and you know again the community's been super helpful our, our real, realtor's been super helpful. They understand the situation. And I think in Santa Cruz in general, like, we're we're good. We're, we're pretty good with supporting local businesses. But, yeah. the There's it, still a it, lot that have gone out, though. Oh, so many. Sure. So many. For sure. And we, you know, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to go, but now that restaurants, now they don't even have their outdoor dining. I feel really bad for restaurants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't have their outdoor dining now. They have to go back to just take out. And that's just. I don't even know how they navigate through all that. Yeah, we were down at um, Swaf, uh -huh. and it's a wine bar. It's a wine bar downtown Santa Cruz, and they have they had created like just out in the street um, some tables, and they were doing their outdoor dining, and it was the last night last night that they could do outdoor dining, and so she was letting like she was letting me know. She said um, they will be going. They're going to be doing delivery and takeout. And that they are not going to be doing delivery through, and this will probably be the case for a lot of restaurants, but not through any sort of delivery app, but they, they're going to deliver it themselves. Right. So you'll just call, order, and they're going to deliver. You know, I, I don't, I mean, obviously I'm not dealing with anything like that, but I can't even imagine the stress of so many changes constantly, like getting better, getting worse, getting better, mm -hmm. getting worse, and having to think on the fly, be super creative and try and figure out a way to continue to make money and pay your rent. And like in California and in Santa Cruz, like the rent is ridiculous. Oh, and the housing market's still going up. Yeah, it how does make that, sense. How does that work? Dude, housing market's going up. People that have these restaurants, fine, fine dining restaurants, like, you know, uh, trying to increase people coming and eating there. But if people aren't coming in and using it as like a, a, a night out or, you know, something to go and do with friends it's only for takeout or you know you're just not I feel like it's you're not going to see you just naturally won't see as much uh revenue like revenue yeah. yeah we did a we went to that place home they said uh -huh. they did some pretty interesting things there was a restaurant we reviewed and they said that what they're doing to stay afloat is they're just doing whatever like their regular restaurant is they're just uh -huh. doing it in bulk and then now they're just attacking farmers markets do you know what I'm saying? So the same recipes that you can get, they're trying to give you that kind of food in like farmer's markets and they're trying to adapt like that. Or I saw a 515, uh, a bar, a cocktail bar, they're doing whiskey flights that you can buy to go as like gift baskets. Right. Just as it's yeah, a, smart. The, the creativity is kind of, you know, it's kind of cool. But yeah, it's definitely not easy at all to understand what the overhead is, how much you need to make. You know, there was a, a that fried chicken place that we like kicking chicken. Yeah. They were going to have a, a brick and mortar restaurant and they canceled it. They're like, why would we do that when we need to make turn 80 tables to break even when we can't right. even have indoor dining? So might right. as well just do food delivery and just try to crush it. And they're crushing it. And they're crushing it. Well, kick they have a good chicken. product. <laughs> you guys are in the a good product. Santa Cruz area. Kicking chicken. Super good. It's Crazy so salty. Good. You've so never seen salty. Daniel get so excited. Dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, the kick of chicken is probably one Remember of Remember you would just show up with like five boxes of it and you thought that they were- They were hooking me they up? They were hooking you up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I thought that they liked me so much. They're like, oh my God, David? I said, no, Daniel. But they would be like, uh, you did your order again? I was like, yeah, you know, can I get like three large chickens? Can I get some extra wings? All that. And like, cool. And I was like, yo, Gina. They, they, keep me, <laughs> they love me, man. They give me three extra boxes. Every time I order, they give me double the portion. And re- then I realized, hold on, that one is the, order is, is two boxes. <laughs> I didn't realize that till about a year later. You know what I mean? And tons, tons of money later. Tons of money later. There's always leftovers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, always leftovers. Definitely the best fried chicken in Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's really good. So good. God. Best chicken sandwich I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about uh, just like change wise, since now we don't have a rig. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. You, you were mentioning like picking stuff off the floor, which is great. People will indirectly PR their cleans when trying to do a heavy front squat, which I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a cool, you know, optimistic way of looking at how we're doing things. Mm-hmm. And it's now, a side effect. Yeah, it's a side effect <laughs> of, you know, of uh, the purple tier. Yeah. People are just cleaning more weight than they ever hit, did and then trying to <laughs> squat it. So that's really cool. And the majority of the fitness you can still do, you just got to make it fun. So we're trying to get creative, making new like movements. Mm-hmm. So we have one uh, called the Kirby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a, a kettlebell swing plus a burpee. Colby has a bunch of Kirby's today, right? <laughs> yeah, he went he went hard. They were he awful. Said they were awful. Yeah, and so well, just things like that. Make it fun. Make a fun name. It was like, hey, yeah. time to get Kirby's. You know, <laughs> come to the gym, not the bar. And so uh, you know, doing that makes it again more fun. So people are like, man, I just want to do a muscle up. I want to do a bar muscle up. Or I want to do a chest to bar pull up. So you know what else is cool? bicep curls and so you know now we're programming bicep curls you know we're bent over rows you know dumbbell bench press again making it fun making fitness still happen and then with all these other variations that people you know never really did Mm -hmm. but now they can kind of come and you know make it fun all these made-up things I mean, bicep curls are real. No, I know. But yeah, know. but Kirby's are not real. We have, you know, what else we have? We have the jump back. Slurpees. No, we don't have no slurpees. We have the V-tux. We have the V-tux. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, those yeah. movements. I know people, it's fun. And again, it helps us as programmers try to be creative with it. Because, you know, what do you have? And then on top of that, the community aspect is so big that we try to do like a, a lot of partner workouts as well, but social distancing style. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hey. Right. Hey, hey, how many you did you, hey, how many did you get? What? No, but you know what I mean? Like, we'll have people spaced out. So, for example, since everyone we know who's showing up. So, for example, this is a great example. Uh, for example, I see Brooke and Gina, and obviously Gina wants someone that is her level to work out right, and so push her. So she wants you. She wants you. She wants you. And so <laughs> I can see everyone's name that's coming to the class, so I can partner people up before and organize them because everything is already color-coded. So I'll be like, oh, okay. Gina, you're in green square. Brooke, you're in blue square. And I know that those are numbered that you two will be partners. So again, another hat that the coach has to do now is partner people up that are that's appropriate. And so you guys can still get a partner workout, social distancing, social fitnessing. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's a pretty cool thing. And then cool you thing. just put them like in the squares next to each other. Exactly. So, so we have they're not diagonal. So they yeah. aren't screwed. Exactly. So I wouldn't have you guys are partnered and you're in the front and you're in the back. No. So we have yeah. organized the, the outside setting where everyone's across from each other. So it's like you two are together, you two are together, you two are together. Like husbands and wives, you know, people that want to like push each other, people that are newer. So that again is like another value that we can add and still offering partner workouts that are socially distant. Do people ever get upset with who you partner them with? Um... <laughs> Yeah, for oh, sure. Okay. For sure. They'd yeah. be like, hey, why couldn't I be partnered with Gina? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's usually that's what, they what say. it is. Yeah. So, but um, that's another thing we offer, you know, and then before we had to, when we had to do the whole inside outside thing, some people wanted to always know, is the workout outside? Is the workout inside? Is the workout outside? Is the workout inside? So I said, hey, uh, we're just going to make every Saturday class outside. So if you sign up for Saturday, it will always you be know. guaranteed outside. 
Well, so now everybody knows it's going to be now outside. Now everybody knows outside. But before, yeah. that was another level of like comfortability and transparency that like people that want to still be part of the gym but don't know if they're going to be inside or outside, they know that Saturday's like right. that. And so we even changed it on our schedule. But yes, now everyone knows everything is outside. Yes. I think too, uh, something that I like is having the outdoor area where everything is kind of, you're in your own square, you show up and you get there and it's like, oh, it's all my stuff. And no one's going to take your stuff. Oh yeah, that was a big deal before. Yeah, dude, there was always people jump on your rower. Yeah, you'd like you set your stuff up and then you'd like walk away to like either uh, have a drink or grab a different piece of equipment that we need or go to the bathroom. You come back and you're like, wait, where where'd my where'd my where'd my I need the fifteen. And you always wonder like what's going through that person's mind. Like I set this whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like somebody just walked in and they were like, oh my god, somebody just set this up for me. Yeah, (laughs) this must be mine. Yeah, who thinks like that? But I love that not only do you have that, but I feel like you almost have an opportunity in the outdoor area to interact with people more. Interesting. What do you mean? Like, um. Because you're out in the open? No. Maybe just because of the way it's all set up. Yeah. You clearly can see everybody. You clearly can like almost have commentary. Obviously in the gym, I mean, people just pick their spot and you kind of, you know, it can be a little bit more messy. But it's like you're all like dogs in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> but like a cage you like. Right. <laughs> That's what I meant. Going to Daniel's gym, I feel like a dog in a cage. <laughs> I just meant, I was thinking of the pound where all the dogs are all separated, but they're all like, hey. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all dogs are Scooby-Doo in Gina's uh, pen of dogs. But I'm, I'm just envisioning. I think, I think I you're right. I think the I fact that it is open, it. there's nothing, there's no barriers. You can see everyone, yeah. every single person. Well, everyone's stuck out. there. So it's like, you're not moving yeah, around. There's not people walking by and walk. Yeah. They're just there. Well, I mean, I guess also, also too is, um, it's easier. It's more quiet. Mm-hmm. So it's, if people are, it doesn't get, doesn't get loud. It doesn't feel like there's so much going on and you're, you are not involved in, you know what I mean? Yeah. However, the the Sonos that you have yeah. is great for Yeah, music. shout out Sonos Move. That's what it is. Sonos Move. Sonos Move. It puts yeah. out some sound. Puts out some sound. Lasts a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's uh, the range is pretty good, and all the coaches know how to use it. So, again, we even added more speakers outside since we know we're going to be out there, some weatherproof, like, Bluetooth ones. So... If we ever have like a movie night, which we which we did, trying to keep like a social distancing movie night community social yeah. building, um, it works out like that. Dude, I'd have to bring binoculars. <laughs> no, dude, so blind. Dude, how big you think the screen? It's huge. You don't need it. It's a big screen. It's like a, do you bring binoculars at a movie theater? She's pretty blind at a movie theater. No, but sometimes <laughs> I mean, sometimes we go to the movie and I bring my glasses. Yeah, yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah she can't see far away. I have to look for her far away, and she has to look for me up close. Yeah. You guys are driving together. Like this? <laughs> yeah, together. Gina, what's that street sign say? California. Yeah, together we have what's twenty twenty vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that text say? Yeah, I don't text when what's I drive. The, what's on the menu? Yeah, yeah, definitely can't see a menu. So I guess those are like the big things that we're we're doing, you know, and then constantly just reminding people to like kind of keep their space out of respect for everybody. You know, people sometimes forget the time that we live in and they want to like show someone something on the phone. Did you guys see that Tom Cruise thing? 
Oh no! Oh. I mean, I you you, you did show us. us. Yes, you showed you us. You can talk yeah. about it. Yeah, talk about it. So Tom Cruise, if you're listening to this, come to the gym too. You won't have to wear a mask either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Tom Cruise was just making Mission Impossible 13 or 14, and uh, he, there's an audio clip online that I'm sure most most uh, people have seen. I've sent it to you guys, but he just goes ape shit on some staff. I don't know what they were doing. They were like huddled together looking at a screen, and he just ripped them a new one, just pretty much saying like people are looking at this project to make movies. I'm on it with the I'm on phone with insurance companies. You guys are messing this up and have the potential to shut it down. We're giving thousands of people jobs, thousands of people, you know, a bunch of money. Don't ruin this. And yeah, he was super passionate. He didn't fire them though. He just warned them aggressively, which I thought was sick. And he was just super passionate about keeping this business, this movie business alive, which now how is it happening, you know? Oh right. You yeah. know, everything is know. online or HBO Max. We rented out a whole theater for eighty bucks. To watch like you know movies that are out on theaters, eighty bucks for ten, for people, 10 people to watch a movie. Yeah, dude, I rent that out every week. Eighty bucks. <laughs> I know. You know, remember those old school movies where like the rich guy would like uh, close out the mall for like the girl. Right. Yeah. I feel like you could do that every week with the movie theaters back oh, then. Oh, for sure. For eighty dollars, you can be like the rich guy. Yeah. That you know closes it up, closes the shop. But Just yeah, taking a date. You know, so yeah, he just went apeshit on it. About people bringing it. So sometimes I will never talk to anyone like that. But they'll be like, hey guys, can you please? I can never see you talk to somebody like that. In my that. mind, I could be like, yo, watch this. I'm going to handle this shit right here. Yo, back the... F-. And then, but really, and then like, he's like... Hey guys, excuse me so much. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Can you guys please like keep <laughs> yeah. your six feet separation? Thank you so much. Like, I'm sorry for... Um, I, but could you... Actually, no. Just just continue what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember who was talking about it. But there's been... Or there was a video. And so down in L.A., there was something to do with the fact that like, you know, there's these, these restaurants that are cl- shutting down yeah. because just all basically everyone knows we already talked about it. Um, and then kind of being upset that Hollywood was still open. Oh yeah. You know what I, I mean? Saw that. And that makes so much sense. It does, you know, cause especially when you think of in terms of, well, I think um, initially you'd think like, you know, all these people with these jobs trying to like get by keep their business open, pay their bills, take care of their family, whatever you would, you immediately might think of the big, like big money makers in Hollywood, but you forget about like, like he says, like there are thousands of jobs, right? Like people like it's, it's it's supplying thousands of people and that's what their profession is. Whether it's doing, um, you know, you're an assistant or you're, you're in charge of like the food or beverage or there's so many, it takes so many people to run that business. And I really appreciate, I mean, I think that that, uh, I mean, he was very aggressive, but I kind of like that. I kind of liked it. What he did was entertaining. Um, but it's that right there. It's like, you have all these people that want to put like the light on that industry and almost in a way be like, how is it okay that you're still making movies when I, I'm struggling to like, pay the bills to keep this business open because right. of the rules that are coming down on the state. Right. And which he makes did, sense. He, did, he took it very, he took it. It's like, it's very serious, you know? And like for them to be, he's there, there's people that are checking video or whatever. Like, did they capture the shot and they're not following the rules? He's very passionate about it. Like there's, yeah. Well, and they're better. They better keep making movies or else yeah. I'm going to run out of, things to watch. Gina has watched everything on Rotten Tomato <laughs> that is 29% and below. So she anything from The Curse 2, Annabelle 7, you know, The Ring 9 or, you know, Haunted Horror House 17, she's watched it all. Everything. I, I, 
I have watched everything. Everything. Like, and I don't it, care if it's rated well or not. No, nope. she prefers it not to be. No, I, that's she not wants true. a challenge. You say that every time. Gina wants a challenge. <laughs> Dude, there was, yeah, yeah. But what? I don't even know. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come in, I'm like, what are you watching? Oh, this one, her daughter was dead, but then she was alive, but then she was dead. <laughs> rated 9%. S- yeah, 6%. <laughs> And I'll say it's really shitty, but I'm committed, so yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it to the end now. She gives everything a shot. <laughs> I do. It's true. And even like, like for me, I think we were watching something that was so stupid, so weird, and we just kept we just kept giving it a try, right? Even though in the first ten minutes we're like, "Oh, this is this is dumb. gonna be bad." But the thing is, is like, if I really can't get into it, I'll turn it off. Yeah. She will watch it through. She has grit. I think it's called grit, <laughs> resiliency. Gumption. Yeah. She's got yeah. grit when it comes to <laughs> shitty movies. There was, um, what was that movie we saw where it was him that had sex with himself that had a son? Oh my what? God. <laughs> it was like a different, it was a time, it was a time, yes, time like travel a, movie. Oh my God. What movie was that? It I was can't remember Ethan the Hawk. name of it. it was, I, yes. Do you want to spoil it for the fans? Do you want me to say the name? No, say it. Predestination. Predestination. Don't watch it. Don't yeah. I mean, Gina watched it three times, but don't watch it. (laughs) Gina watched it three times, but don't watch it. No, it has the weirdest premise. This person keeps coming back. So it's time. You explain it. You can explain it better than I can. No, 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 no. You're the one that rented it three times where you could have purchased it for cheaper. (laughs) But um, it's yeah. Essentially, a person has like it's like a time travel cop that is trying to stop this person. And what ends up happening? Spoiler: that person I think was him, but then he fell in love with someone else that he had sex with, but I think that person was the female version of himself from a different timeline. Yeah. Anyway. So he actually was the product, he was the child of himself and himself. Oh my. No, it was so confusing. I was like, that can't, that's not possible. I mean, obviously time travel, as we know, (laughs) we don't think that's possible either, but I just kept, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my head around. I mean, I don't think you're so supposed many, to. Like that, like that premise, like a, or, you know, some of these. Time stuff some screws of these, me up. Some of these shows that actually make it to be available. Dude. Either in the movie theater or like on Netflix or on yes. Hulu where I've, I've thought to myself, like, I wonder if these companies, they actually maybe in their, like <laughs> if they had like, if they had an amount of movies that they wanted to um, produce or, or have available right. every year or every month. It's like they leave a select a select number just for really shitty movies. Well, I, so I just watched a bad movie. Gina recommended it. It was called Jiu-Jitsu. I did not recommend <laughs> that. I wouldn't even watch that. Colby, you seen this? First it's, of all, that is a lie. So I would, the, it looked stupid. So the premise is this. Nicolas Cage, Tony Jaa, and some of the actor, they are jujitsu masters and they have to fight this <laughs> alien that comes every six years that challenges them to win. And I watched this movie on Gina's recommendation and it was awful. No. It was awful. And then what you're thinking about this, you're thinking about like, okay, what do you think they think? As they're recording it, do you feel like they're like, hey man, this is fucking awful, but it's too late. We spent so much money. Just make it. Or do you feel like they're like, hey, dude, this is so fucking bad, but you know what? We'll fix it in post. And they didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So right. you always wonder Ran about those of kind of movies. But I guarantee you there has to be a niche that 
people watching these horrible bad movies. Well, and then sometimes I, mean, I watch some of them. There you go. Not that one. You got one out of three people watching the best these movies. Part is like I think it was within thirty minutes you texted me and you said this movie is terrible. And I, well, yeah. yeah. What did you think? You know what it was? It was so what bad. What did you think? It looked bad. Yeah, but sometimes you want a movie that's so bad that it's funny. Yeah. But then sometimes yeah. movies are just so bad that they're bad. It was one of those where it'd be like a super tight sh- Kobe. It'd be a super tight <laughs> shot of like Keanu Reeves. Uh, no, this Reeves. is where he oh, goes film nerd. Nick Nicholas Cage. It's like come here, and he like grabs the person, and then it's like a super far away shot of like somebody that's not Nicolas Cage doing like a backflip and then it cuts back to <laughs> Nicolas Cage like you know landing from the backflip you know one of those yes. god it was bad it was just bad uh, I just imagine like the person going in to like pitch the idea to be like alright so there's this guy okay. and he's a cop yeah. but he's got to keep going back in time to like mm. stop this person Love it. but then turns out that he was going back in time Shut but up. that was actually him oh my God. and then he went back to another time but uh-huh. maybe didn't realize it and then he fell over this chick who actually is him yes. from another time and then those two people fuck and then uh-huh. they have a baby but yeah. actually that baby is also him. Fucking perfect. <laughs> Call Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Call Ethan Hawke right now. Let's get it done. <laughs> Take my money. Ethan Hawke's down. Yeah. Yeah, he's in. Dude, so anyway, um, on the topic of movies, just because I was just reading this, what are one of your favorite uh, holiday movies of December? Elf. Mm. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I had kind of forgot about and forgot about how funny it was, and I watched it with my parents, was Fred Claus. Is that the one with uh, Tim Allen? No, that's uh, that's the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Oh, Fred, sorry. Fred <laughs> Claus. <laughs> Fred, Idiot. Fred Claus is with um, let me get it. Fred Claus. Oh no, wait. What did we just watch that was really ended up being really funny? That that's actually a it's great. It's with Vince Vaughn. Oh yes, 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 yes. I've seen that. Yes. Oh yeah. It yeah. is funny. So many good. He's the brother of Santa Claus. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Fred Claus. Yes. Fred Dude. Claus. Yeah. It's so good. What was that? What was the Mel Gibson one we watched? See, that's a good example of a bad movie that was good. Yes. It's called Fat Man. And the premise is Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. Uh-huh. And he gives bad kids a lump of coal. But one of these bad kids that he gave a lump of coal for hired a hitman <laughs> to kill him. And so the hitman does this like super intricate thing where it's like, where do all the letters go that kids write Santa Claus? So he goes to the post office and yeah, he's like, yes. where does this go? And then you find Hunts out, down. yeah, you find out that it's like a showdown between Mel Gibson yeah, and this but like, guy. But like in, in, the, in the meantime, there are so many bad kids nowadays that oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the elves aren't that busy. Yes. So Santa, he outsources to the, to the, the military. The military. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's so- it's it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually clever. It's yeah. entertaining. Dude. And the guy that plays the hitman is hilarious. And he has a vendetta against him because one time he gave him coal or oh. I don't know, something. It was something. It was I feel the, like if you're a hitman, you're for sure getting lots of coal <laughs> as like a child. Right. <laughs> you're, this kid's not you getting a bunch kind of, of toys. Some kind of issues yeah. in your past, but for yeah, sure. That's a perfect example of like a bad movie that was good. And yeah. could you imagine the pitch? So I got a guy. He gets a lump of coal, hires a hitman, kills Santa Claus. Sign <laughs> it up. Get Mel Gibson. <laughs> You know, get him. Uh, oh my God. It's good. So, yeah. I think for me, Family Man. You know how yeah, much I, I like that movie. I feel like, isn't that Family more Man? of a Thanksgiving movie? I don't even know. It's just one of those movies of like what like, if movies. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? B? I don't know. With Nicolas Cage. Cage. He's like super rich, gets all the girls, super unhappy. And then he makes like a wish or something happens where he wakes up of like this. Uh, He's like a married guy. He's a married guy. It was, like a piv- it was like a pivotal moment in his youth where he could do two things, travel yes, for work no, I have or seen stay it. Yes, with I, Yes, I have seen that movie. And it's like the what Long if. time ago. Definitely yeah, it's like a cute movie. movie. 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. More than 30. <laughs> Gina, more than 30. Remember that. 
I feel like Elf has probably a good percentage. Elf's probably like probably in the seventies. Mm, yeah. What's yeah, Elf's what? great. Are you checking it? Yeah. You know what's crazy? How, what's the year of Elf? You don't realize that Eighty-four percent. I beat Damn. you. Okay. What's the year of Elf? Uh, 2003. <laughs> That's crazy. 17 years ago? Dude, great movie. Now you know how I feel. Jeez. Everything's like, oh my God, that was 30 years ago? Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Wonderful life. <laughs> when I was a kid, the movie was a wonderful life, see? <laughs> Then there was Technicolor. <laughs> was it? <laughs> then it was Technicolor. <laughs> Just silent movies like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Why'd you here. just do that like it was a Godzilla movie? No, no, not a foreign movie. You know how like those, those muted movies, it would just be like, and then be like a, a blank screen like, hey, where are you going? And be like, hey, come over here. I'm not that old. We had color. You did? Mm-hmm. We had, we had yeah. color. We had color back yeah. then. Sick. Yeah. Cool. Well. All right. Well. Went from the gym to yeah, yeah. movies. Our movie reviews. Yeah. yeah. We bounced around probably a little less than people like. So next time we'll <laughs> be more scattered. We'll be more scattered. Yeah. Um, you guys think, well, first of all, Daniel, thanks for. Yeah. Thanks for coming. coming in. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling for having us, me in. you know, all about being a business owner during COVID. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm stoked with the, the love of the community. I'm stoked with like, you know, having quality people like support us. And I'm stoked to, you know, ride this out and see what happens at the other side. Yeah. If you weren't stoked about something, would you tell us? Yes. No, I, you wouldn't. I would. <laughs> no, because he would have already figured out a way to make it a positive. See something in it that he was stoked on. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? It's all about perspective. You know. That a positive. Yeah. Okay, I'm cutting out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Don't forget to to rate, rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. And we'll see you next week. Oh, I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. (laughs) I don't know. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.